Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That um, that Finn Balor joined up with um the undisputed era. What? No I can't hear you. Well, I'm I'm watching it right now. Yeah. I mean, he ain't wearing no colors or nothing, but he was standing with what? Oh wow! Whoa! What a heel turn! Nah, man, he should have been with the club. Should have been with the club. Hey, I'm not mad. I'm not mad though. That's the way black and all right. Our AI Veronica, you know what to do. Look at that. I don't think they heard him. Let's say it one more time. Rock Knowledge, the Neo X, and producer G1. The Map Mania Podcast. The Southwest Authority in wrestling, hip hop. What the hell? Wait, are we starting? Man. Is this live? We're yes, recording. sir. We recording, goddammit. And we just had the craziest moment that we just seen. But welcome. Welcome to Balor Club. Oh, God. Or, need or to play that sound bite. Or the Undisputed uh, Balor. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Undisputed Balor. <laughs> that we might already have the name of the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys that and girls, maniacs. children of all ages. The Finn Era. <laughs> the Finn Era is upon us. You and know thank you again for joining us in another illustrious episode of the Matt Mania Podcast. The only podcast at Fashion Week. And don't you forget it. That's right. Tis I, Neo X, long time coming. I've been three episodes absent. Feels good to be home. Horn? Feels good to be home. What, what, I, I wanted to, to say, say on and home at the same time. I wanted time? to say it feels good to be home, and then I was going to tell you one, yo, cue up the horn. <laughs> I'm home. Feels good. Feels to be good horn. to be home, baby. But yeah, man, I'm feels back. Feels good to be home. And y'all been putting down some really nice audio content. Really appreciate y'all following it down. Thank you, thank you. Of course, man. You know we got to do it, man. We are in the illustrious DigiLab Studio. Please go to recordiostudiophoenix.com. Oh God. And check out all the illustrious amenities available to you and all your creative needs. But I must go ahead, Neil. Finish, uh, finish introducing the road. But I must also here. say, must also say, 
Sweet. to my right, the right hand man, Woo. the man on the tablets, the man on the. That's, wait, that's I not wish a I had a tablet. Laptop, Mr. Producer Extraordinaire G1 to the rescue. Oh God, you already know what this is, and you probably know what I'm about to say. It is the three most important letters in sports entertainment digital media on the Southwest. M M P, motherfucker. You already know what it is, man. We back oh, in this thing, three strong. Fly already. <laughs> You already know what it is. That's my favorite word. Like, Too Short's favorite word is biatch. Mm. I like motherfucker. I like how you have a little, little, you have a little, uh, little, little stank on it. Oh, because a motherfucker. That's how I spell it, too. I spell it M U H F U C K A. And like my, like my auto text, I type it so much that my auto text types it for me. They know exactly what I'm finna say, motherfucker. It's hilarious. And the motherfucker to my left. Black Phillip himself, the two-time Arizona Best Rap of the Year, Mr. Szechuan Dipping Sauce himself. Oh, God. Teak. Ah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you was about to say, because I heard the, heard the S, and I thought you was about to say sexual chocolate. <laughs> sexual <laughs> teak. Saskatchewan Dipping Sauce. Because it had, yo, I'm happy to be here, man. As always, every Wednesday night. Teague, let them know what we opened up the show with, man. Um, that was um, a song that I just released yesterday. It's called The Ritual. It's The Ritual. It's the first single off of it's Black Philip that we'll be releasing on Halloween. It's the ritual. So, this album it will be, be fire. It will be a link to. It'll be in the show write-ups for sure. Sorry, can, yeah, it'll be in the show write-ups. Yeah, it'll be a link to get that. But you can also go to my Instagram, Teak underscore Hall, or my Twitter, Teak underscore Hall. I will be sharing and the Bandcamp link, so that way you can actually pre-order it, gift it, give it to your friend, give it mm-hmm. to your neighbor. Yeah, there you go. It's actually not up for pre-order. Oh, is it? No, we just got, the, just got the single up on Bandcamp right now, and it's going to be dropping on all platforms um, at the same time on Halloween. So, But can uh, the Matt Maniacs and all their friends and family pick up music on Bandcamp? Yes, they, they actually can. can download there it. There you go. Mm-hmm. They, can, they can buy that, or they can get the single for free, so whichever they choose to do. So if you- they choose to not spend money, then they just have to put their email in, but if they... Um, Want to pay for the single? They can. Hey, man. Be much welcomed. Show us some love, man. Spend, spend, spend some definitely, money. Definitely, exactly. Team, spend some think, money with your boy. Like I could definitely use it. Think about it like this. T. Call spends his money, goes to the recording studio, spends his money, has to call in uh, Sumo Beats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sumo Coleon. Everything, there's a cost to everything. And if you could support this art, you know, with, with a little monetary support, it goes a long way. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. From the perspective of an artist, we listen, we go in and record these songs, listen to these shits a million times just so y'all can hear it about it once. So go support Teak, uh, support The Ritual, and also support Black Phillip, which will be out, like you said, Halloween. Shit, Halloween. I, hope, I hope they listen to it more than once. Yeah, absolutely, man. I hope Bump it in your car. Bump that shit as, out. As the youth say, it's a bop. Absolutely. <laughs> It's a bop. Another way you can show your support to the Matt Mania Podcast is going to Patreon.com. Please search the Matt Mania Podcast. Sign up to be a patron. Get some exclusive audio content. Uh, get some shout-outs. Get some plugs. You know, we're always trying to drop free content out there on, on the on the, Matt, on the Matt Mania Patreon. Uh, again, go to Patreon.com. And do what again, gentlemen? Pay that money. Thank you so much. 
Additionally, don't forget we got a swag store, ProWrestlingTees.com. The best pro wrestling tees in the world. Well, the only pro wrestling tees, essentially. Come on. But, you know, we got the best, best store out there, you know? So check us out. Check out our swag. Check out our shirts. We would definitely appreciate our faces on your body. <laughs> What's this? I was hearing about rock knowledge being on the left. <laughs> Rest, resticle? Yeah, he was saying, talking about the um, that man the shirts. death row shirt. Being he was saying that he thinks where his head is is on the left. And it's funny because his hand is by his face, so he looks like he's taking a nap. On it. On it. Because he was saying, like, need to add me to the shirt. And we were saying, okay, where we put everybody, and then he went off into that whole titty rant. <laughs> what we can do is we can put your cartoon face on one of the chains. <laughs> I don't know. Just thinking out loud. In, in fact, I actually have an idea, and hope if Rock's on board with it, I was hoping to get his cartoon face, like just like on a pocket, mm. and then on the back, just a list of all the snacks for 2019. Ooh, or his top snacks. I think that'd be nice. Something basic I like, like that, you know what I'm saying? I like it. Rock knowledge, if you win it, let me know. And then we get G1 on a shirt and it say I'm from Chicago. Oh, <laughs> that was the joke. It's just like Chicago and then anything that's incorporated with Chicago. No, we just add him add him to the shirt that we already got. It's all us on the front. And then they'd be like, where's G1? And then on the back of the shirt is G1 waving. He's like, I'm from Chicago. Maybe he's <laughs> waving. And then he, it's like, he's like standing in front of a sign that just says Chicago. That's hilarious. There it is. <laughs> sounds like a good idea. No, but, no, 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 man. We got to do some Sounds like a shit. shirt that G1 will get made on his own. Yeah, I'm going to say, we got to do, do crew shit, man. It's about Mad Mania. It's about the podcast. It's about the Southwest Authority wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between. And with that being said, man, let's get into some damn putovers, man. What we putting over? We gonna start since he ain't been here in in, in, in a few. We gonna start with Whoa. my man Neo X, man, because we love him and we miss him and we want to know what's been going on inside that incredible noggin of his, man. So my brain yeah. has been, um, how would I explain it? It's been taken and it's been <laughs> your brain has been taken. It's been transported to another universe. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I have found myself lost in the Nocturne Nebula. Okay. So I got into this podcast. Magaran's not here. So I'm making the rules. <laughs> I'm talking about this podcast. It's actually, I found it. They were talking uh, crap about me letting it slide last time. But I let it slide. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. <laughs> and it's not wrestling related. In fact, okay. so the podcast is called Confessions. From the Nocturne Nebula. But damn it, coming here with some different putovers. You ain't, last time you was here was a podcast, and now it's another one. Well, like I said, I, I've i been working a lot, so the only thing that can keep me going is these podcast. fucking podcasts. Um, it's, uh, it's actually, uh, you can catch it on Spotify or wherever you find your podcast. Again, it's called Confessions of the Nocturne Nebula. It's actually an original science fiction space noir podcast. Really? Yes. Hmm. It's it has a it's twenty five member cast, and the story centers around Nolan Stone, an owner of a popular nightclub on the Alfar station. When one of the women working for Nolan decides to head back to her home planet, the station gives her a send off, but she's back at the bar only hours before her departure, injured and in trouble, and so begins the tale. Of misadventure through the seedier side of humanity, humanity's future. Ah! Indeed, <laughs> it's again. It's a um, wait a second. It's a space noir story, dude. 
So it's like it's it's like you're listening to like War of the Worlds on the ham radio. Because you know that was like <laughs> what? War of the Worlds. Yeah, don't you remember like this that's what this sounds like because I know it's a podcast, but you're saying like they're telling a story, yeah. right? The it's podcast like is telling you an adventure, right? So the, exactly. Yeah, it's, so like it's like, a, it's like, like an audio book. Think exactly. of it like an audio book. So that's what they were doing back in the day when War of the Worlds used to come on the on the ham radios on the big. Oh, okay, that's what I yeah, said. yeah, yeah. Okay. Like you're basically doing that. Like when I listen to podcasts, I listen to like just regular people like us talk about stuff, but not like a podcast where like this is a like yeah. a ongoing story or something. It's a dope like fucking so idea, though. To, so it's like a. I think the way uh, I read or the way it was explained to me, it's like a six episode arc. Uh-huh. Every episode is like an hour and a half, so you get these digestible segments of the story that you know you can really you know get lost in. And you like that? I like it because it's it's a genre. I like I like science fiction, mm-hmm. but I also like noir because you know I was a big fan of I'm a big fan of like Fallout. Oh, I like yeah. playing L.A. noir. Oh, I like the, you know the, I always like the detective you know aspect when I used to play you know the Batman games mm-hmm. or even those. Do you want you ever play those tell Telltale games? Yeah, like I had the Back to the Future joint. Right, Back to the Future is my favorite. So that's kind of the the premise mm-hmm. where you know you can make decisions and then this, this you know depending on what you choose that wow. you know, kind of makes the actions of the of the story. That's kind of dope. I oh, like it what? a lot. I'm on episode two again. Very digestible. You can you know listen to each episode. I think the the last um, the the I guess I could, I should say. I was listening to the, the last episode while playing a little bit of Fallout 76. Oh, wow. And it just felt good. People say they hated that one. What did you think of Fallout 76? I like I like all the Fallouts, okay. to be honest. So I'm just an impartial fan, so I play it to play it. Okay. Um, this Fallout 76, I just wish I had friends to play with. <sighs> So maybe I just, just maybe just because you on there, I might buy it and fuck with what, what, but, you, what, but what now, you on I'm, PS4 I'm and playing, Xbox. I'm playing on uh, PS4. I'm oh, playing fuck. Red Dead right now though. Oh, okay. So I just loaded it up and hey, don't give me the horns on that. Not not for the game, but for the fact that you got a PS4. Forget you. <laughs> um, let me know if you want to get down. You get at me at Neo X. Hey, so you were saying that you like um, noir movies? Do you mm-hmm. did you like Blade Runner? I did. Ooh, such a classic. Both of them? Both of them. Yeah, the new one mm-hmm. was really dope. I finally watched it not that long ago, finally. And I was like, yeah. yo, they really did. I, I'm yeah. mad. They, I'm, it's nice that they waited this long to really do it yeah. right. It's, this, it was great. It but was really good. You, but, you know, I just like the the blending, the marriage of the two genres. Yeah. You know, because it's, yeah. it's sci-fi in the sense, like, you know, there's a space station there's different similarities between the noir culture and the and, you know and the science fiction culture. Right. So I definitely recommend it. Check it out. Go to Confessions from the Nocturne Nebula. And I just had a little to add a little bit of extra value to that. Uh-huh. This is actually a locally produced and sourced show here in the valley. Oh, is that so it? they do it in Arizona. Oh my God. So come and show love. Uh, in fact, I actually wanted to plug they have a small event happening. Fuck them. Hey. You're giving them too much love. Put it in the write-up. All right, put it in the write-up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we love y'all. We love that science fiction shit. That shit's dope, man. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and put over real quick. Uh, obviously, me being a producer, I love paying homage to, to other producers. I'm an impulsive hip-hop fan. It's kind of how we all met and how I ended up on this podcast in the first place. Um, one of my favorite rappers of all time, Jadakiss, actually dropped a single. 
uh, last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it right. You got to go. <laughs> yeah, man. But Jada dropped a single entitled Me. And for those of you who Wait, are listening. Me? Me. As in G1? No, as in me. As in me, David? No, me. As in Neo X? <laughs> no. Me. <coughs> what the hell? Jesus Christ. Okay. Fucking self-titled <laughs> ass when I make a song called me. <laughs> Listen, the dope thing <laughs> the dope thing about this song as it's playing in the background is that the producer of the song, for those of you that pay attention to producers, you may be familiar with the name Brian Michael Cox, who's a multi-time Grammy Award winner. <laughs> Cox. You're so damn Cox. stupid. <laughs> anyway. The Dewey Cox story. <laughs> Brian Michael Cox, who is... Who is and uh, you never pay for drugs. Not, not once. once. <laughs> not once. Man, so... Brian Cox, who's won uh, pretty much all of his Grammy Awards solely from R&B records, uh, notable things that he's produced would be things like Mary J. Blige's Be Without You, Marcus Houston's Circle. He did a lot of the, the early Day 26 stuff when they were really heavy on the making the band, so all that Since You've Been Gone and Stadium Music, that's all Brian Cox, so he didn't been in the, in the money for quite some time, so... Uh, the story behind this particular record with Jada is that he'll go live on his Instagram. Follow him on Instagram at Brian Michael Cox, C O X. He, um, funny as hell. And he went live. No homo. You gotta say no homo after his name. <laughs> he went live, man, while he was actually making this beat. And so one of his mans, who I guess got a connection to Jada, was like, yo, in the chat, when you get through with the beat, Send me that. Jada Kiss is working on a project right now. And so he said he he brushed them off for maybe about a Who's week. He? Fine, huh? Who's he? Uh I forgot the other guy's name that that had oh. to connect to Jada. I'll get that later. Oh, yeah. But um he ended up So if you met this other guy in person, would you call him Mr. Cox? <laughs> uh, you talking about Brian? What do you know him personally to call him Brian? Or would you call him I Mr. mean, Cox? I'm sure he wouldn't tell me to call him Mr. Cox. He's not like 60 fucking years uh, old. Maybe he likes to be called Mr. Cox. Yeah, I, I, I think he likes to be called Brian. I think he, I don't, I don't know. He would probably only like Mr. Cox from whoever he's giving his Cox to. Now, moving right along. How about Senior Cox? So, <laughs> like, baby, I can't wait to give you my last name. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Brian Michael Cox, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, fuck it. He uh, he has his own podcast too, but I don't know the name of it to shout it out. But Cox you Show, know, y'all listen to it. You stupid as hell. And he has his own T-shirt line called Nerds Get the Girls. Go, get that, go, go get that merch. Also, he's he's a blurred like us. Very dope. Black and brown nerds alike. But anyway, T Cox. Week later, he ended up sending him to that. <laughs> he ended up sending him that joint, and then a mm-hmm. couple months later. We get this wonderful Jada Kiss record with this Peebo Bryson sample, and it's so hard. And you would have never think this would have came from a person. Literally, when I say Brian only does R and B, he only fucking does R and B. So when this dropped, I was like, "Whoa!" And it was hard. He never expected this from Kai. <laughs> Alright, I'm done with y'all. But anyway, he that's said, what I'm putting over. First of all, the beat is so hard, and I'm like, I get it. First of all, the reason why I didn't mention Jada Kiss much, uh, as I'm talking about his song is because Jada goes without saying. Jada, so we already know that Jada is the bar elite. He's definitely one of the best. Definitely in my top 10 of favorite rappers of all time. Uh, so much love to Jada. Much love to B Cox for making this motherfucking fire ass joint. You need to do more hip hop records, B. 
Straight up, man. But no, real shit. That's dope. So Cox will beat his heart. <laughs> T-Gong, you up next. You retarded motherfucker. Got Cox on the beat. I'm just, I was just trying to simplify it for the listeners out there. Just give me digestible, yeah, digestible sound, Cox. Sound bites. Oh sound bites. No. Cox beats hard. <laughs> for Jadakiss. <laughs> so I was gonna put over my song "The Ritual," but we talked about that coming this into the episode. Bum ass eating soup. <laughs> Goddamn right. It's some homemade you soup on the mic. This shit fire. Well, make, make sure you don't splash it on the. Um, no, of course not. <laughs> the next person who comes in is gonna be smelling chicken noodle soup on the. Oh no! What's wrong with these microphones? <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. Go ahead, Teak. <laughs> Got it smelling like what old people hell? in here. Fuck you. <laughs> old people in soup. What's your damn put over, boy? I'm going to put over Zombie Land Double Tap. Woo! That was so hard. Did happen to go see that this Sunday. Yes, sir. With um fellow Mad Maniacs, G1 to the Rescue, and Rock Knowledge. Oh, for shut up. Yep. He did say that in the movie. But the movie was good. I wish I would have saw the um, the first one again before I went to go see it, mm-hmm. um, just they, so that I could uh, enjoy it. I know, I know the the, char- the characters are um, are oh, reoccurring. Yeah. However, do the, does the story kind of just continue? From yeah, the, first the story one? it really does. It, it continues, but it still gives us the like what is it? Ten years, eight years, mm-hmm. something oh, until the last okay. movie. So it's still it's been that amount of time for them also. Because I remember in the first one, they ended like when they're at that that car- like I don't know if it was a carnival or a fun park, right? Mm-hmm. Some, something like that. Yeah, it doesn't just pick up right there like them leaving oh, okay, there. Okay. It just like I said, this is eight years later, so he kind of like it starts off with him narrating, and he's like, "Oh wow, you guys are back!" Like you know, because <laughs> it's been eight years. So, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "You know, we've been a family. That's interesting. During yeah. this eight years of time, and this is what we've been doing, and this is what's been happening in Zombie Land. Him, him and Baby Girl didn't didn't got together. They be sharing rooms now and shit. Uh, Emma Stone's character. So, you nice. Know, they do their thing. Yeah. So the spoilers. So the Don't give no spoilers. G one. We just already came out. knew they was together spoilers. by the end of the fucking film. They could have so. broken up. No. <laughs> Not happening. Spoilers. Um. Anyway. Um. I don't want to give out any spoilers because the movie just came out. But yeah, Double Tap is good. It's a good um second installment to the Zombieland franchise. You got something you want to ask? Yeah. Out of how many shotgun shells? There was a lot of them used in that. Um, it was movie. quite a few. Out of out of a dozen shotgun shells. What would you rate it? Out of a dozen of them? Mm-hmm. That's weird. You said that's weird? Mm-hmm. That is weird. Uh, Frank, such a high number. Exactly. I don't know. Me, personally, I'm going to give it the whole box. It wasn't bad at all. It had no down points. I was going to be not bad, and you're going to give it the full 12 shot, shotgun shells. Yeah, so you gave it the highest rank, right? Yeah, but then you also call it not bad. I give it ten. You give it ten. Still, man. That's a not a not a whole not a whole baker's dozen, <laughs> but a buck shots. Nah. Okay. Ten of them. So, but, it's, but definitely worth a watch. It's extremely worth a watch. Yeah, it was good. I, I feel like I would go watch it again. We had some. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm a different thing because I got that's that because I got that A list. I don't know if I would pay to see it again. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would. But, I, so. I think the ultimate uh, form of respect would would be would so, you buy the movie? Oh, I definitely buy. It. That's what one of my. Um, it's worth a Blu-ray. One of the 
movie review guys who I watch on YouTube. That's like one of his rankings is um is worth um worth buying is on Blu-ray. Is it worth buying on Blu-ray? Or oh, worth yeah. buying on 4K or whatever. Yeah, I def I'd, I'd get either 4K digital or I'd go ahead and buy the box set with both movies. Like yeah, because we were just talking about that, and it. I said that it, they're going to put out a put out a box set. Yeah, a box set with both of them. 4K ultra high def Blu-ray with both Zombie Lands. I'm down for that. I'm ready for that, man. Smell the vision. <laughs> they need need to do one of those. What what is it when you with move the, the, the graphics? Oh, the little holographic shit. Yeah, the holograph shit where you can like do the box and then. Like oh, that'd be they're, lit. They're shooting that'd the zombie on the, on the box. You know who's good for shit like that? Best Buy. Best Buy would do it. They'll definitely do it. Or they'll just have like a really dope steel book. I just found out that they've been doing every Marvel film uh, on a steel book 4K Blu-ray. Including, and, and, and all these are very unique steel book covers, including the first two Iron Man films, which up to this point have never been available on 4K ultra high def. So now I got to go get the motherfuckers. Man, dude. it's just way too much spending of money and way too much like I know I know people who have all like the who've bought all the Blu-rays and they're like, "Oh, my gotta, my best friend Ramadan." But now they're like, "Now I got to go buy the the 4Ks." And it's like, "Oh, <laughs> uh, I I literally that. don't own I own a couple of them in in regular Blu-ray and I own a couple of them in digital form." I don't like so if I start collecting them it's like a genuine but first of all because the steel book covers are so dope much love the best buy for them steel books them joints is so raw yo stop shouting them out hey hey whatever quickly talk to me what movie have you bought more than once the fifth element back to the future you bought it on on what mediums I bought it on DVD I bought it on blu-ray I bought it on like 4k Shit, if they had a laser desk, I'd buy that motherfucker. <laughs> I've had all three Back to the Future films on VHS. I'm talking about like cardboard box, slide out the bottom VHS. I've had all three Back to the Future films on a Blu-ray. Um, no, 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 excuse me. On a DVD pack that came with a keychain that I held for the next 15 years of my life. And now I just recently copped it finally on Blu-ray, the 30th anniversary edition. I bought Blow three times. I bought Blow on VHS, <laughs> and then I bought Blow on DVD twice. Why? Because you lost it? When, did, <laughs> when was you going to tell motherfuckers it, that you was on that white? Warrants two DVD purchases. So well, you yeah, must have lost one. Yeah, something happened to it, okay. and I had to buy it again. But I still bought it three times. Okay. See, I didn't know you was an addict like that. Because I'm like... Who buys two DVDs? Who buys <laughs> Blow twice unless they're cocaine? <laughs> Three times. I bought it as a gift. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> no, it was funny because um, I actually was watching, re-watching The Fifth Element. Um, Ooh, what a Because it came out, it was on, it was like on Hulu. Yeah. So I was just re-watching the movie <laughs> before bed. Bless. And I was looking at it and I'm like, you know, for this being a futuristic film, why are they using fucking pay phones? You know, and like punch, you know, touch tone phones to communicate. Dude, because that's, okay, so like when we were talking about the noir shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, what is, what is that called when it's like the... Uh, like retro future? I guess you can call it that. I'm like, because... But again, um, like it's a dated movie, obviously. it's. But all, a lot of that stuff gets the shit from um, like Ghost in the Shell and stuff like that. Which, what is that, Neo Tokyo? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can call it that. So, the look that like Blade Runner was going for, yeah. which is the same look that the Fifth Element is going for, where it's like, it's like future New York. Mm -hmm. So it's like 
grimy with cabs well, are flying. So it's the same yeah. thing with iRobot. It's kind of like what like uh, what Cyberpunk wants to be. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Yeah, Cyberpunk that's gonna would be yeah. the lit. That would be the word. I mean, it, think yeah. about it. It's like Fifth Element made in 1997. Mm. Right. You know, so I get it. But the, the reason why I say that is because there's this part where uh, one of Zorg's minions couldn't get on the plane, and he calls him from a payphone. <laughs> and then Zorg, with his future technology, blows up said payphone. So I was like, okay, that's why. Shout out to, uh, what's his name, Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah, man. He played um, he played Dr. Smith in the 98 Lost in Space movie, and I thought he did a really good job as that character. The, he was the that cop in The Professional. Yo, so is the is the movie where the houses eat the other houses? What's that called? You know what that shit is? Isn't that the one with with the plant with the, the? You're not talking about the one where the countries are on wheels, are yeah, you? Yeah. So is that steampunk? I guess you can call it steampunk. Yeah, that would be like some steampunk type shit. Definitely. Like so, steampunk is it? There's future steampunk shit. It's, it's retro futuristic, very much so. It's like an old timey. Because I was about to say, isn't like Fallout steampunk? It's kind more of. it's more noir based because it's it's it has a lot of like fifties influences. Fifties, sixties influences. But you know, of course there's like future tech. Is Mad Max steampunk? Mad Max is post apocalyptic. More steampunk, yeah. It's more steampunk? Mm-hmm. I would say. Probably like the second one when they were in like the which one was that? The um, Beyond Thunderdome? Yeah, I was about to call it the Biodome. Thunder, <laughs> Thunderdome. Yeah, Pauly Shore. <laughs> the fuck? Right, Mad Max and Pauly Shore. <laughs> hey bro. Why here's, are you going so fast? Here's a que- here's a question, Neo, and then we're gonna get into some wrestling. If uh Squeeze the juice. If the fifth element was rebooted <laughs> Would you watch it? And if you, and if you, who would you want to star in it instead of Bruce Willis? A Fifth Element reboot right now. They, so take out Bruce Willis, take out Chris Tucker. They never rebooted Fifth Element. Was was that um, something of a thousand planets or whatever? That movie looks just like fucking. Oh, right. all talking about Valeria. That's because it was made by the same person, uh, Luke Besson. Was it? Yeah, that's crazy because they look. It was. Yeah, just it was like, made by. It was made by the exact like, same person. So it's in the same. No, it's not in the same universe in the at same all. Same zeitgeist. It's in the mm-hmm. same vein. It's not the same universe. Valerian, from what I understand, is supposed to be based on some comic book. Or it some is. Shit. A, it's a French comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I watched uh, the, the person that made the music for the movie. I, I watched him. He did like a promo with Arturia using their their big expensive synthesizer. That, that movie was just nice. boring. It was a little boring. I was I was upset because I had high hopes for it. You know, Cara Devine. It, it looked pretty futuristic. But it was boring. And then you know Luke Besson. And, and, and yeah, you know you know what other movie had that really same effect. Pronounce his name. Besson. Oh, <laughs> I said Luke Besson. Besson. Oh, it's, Besson. oh, it's Besson? Oh, okay, whatever. It's Luke French. Besson. Yeah, nah, I got you. French. Yeah, so is Tomato. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, but um, but hey, man, we're gonna we gonna we we appreciate you checking out the uh, putovers. Anything Real that quick, we talk about? Did you watch that Jay and Silent Bob movie yet? No, I didn't go see it. Um, oh, okay. Super Jew. He went to go see it. He said juicy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody said it was good. I guess I I definitely got to go check it out. I didn't know it was out already. It's it's gonna be coming back out. So that was like a fathom event that they were throwing. So like a two night. Because I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, it would have been a campaign. Jay and Silent Bob are going on tour. Nice. So they're doing like how um they're doing like a podcast. Like yeah, like but like how hateful eight um toured. Yeah, they did like a um, nice. like a screening tour. I like that. Yo. So they're gonna do that with the Jay and Silent Bob thing. So 
they're going to come out and do the podcast with the movie. Kevin uh, Kevin Smith, he's natural doing that type of stuff. I've been to a couple of his podcasts in the Valley. and But I think when they come through time. and do it with the podcast, I think that they're going to be showing the movie at the club. Got so it. it's probably going to be on like a projector or something. Sure. So it wouldn't be as big as going to see it in the theaters. But, but a more intimate they're going to be doing, you know, it. it's going to be Q&As. They're also going to do the podcast and stuff. So. I like that. I'm gonna try to go see it when that's happening. I think that's gonna be in December. Dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, keep me in mind if you're gonna do that. I'll okay. be into that. Yeah, that'd be dope as fuck. But man. you know, it's crazy how, um, you know, uh, Kevin Smith and Jay Muse. I mean, how they showed up at AEW. Yeah. Oh let's, wow. Let's, let's, let's segue. segue. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so um, Jay said Silent Bob slept with um, Joey Janela's sister. Did you see that? <laughs> Did you funny. see that clip? <laughs> That's funny. So tell that. me why, and I don't—I I guess it's just me—but tell me why Joey Janela, <coughs> like the young bucks, maybe cousin twice removed, <laughs> like he looked like he could be called like Jack Jackson or some shit like that, or Jake Jackson. He looks just like one of the young bucks, in my opinion. They but just got that. They just got that look to him. They got that look to him. But in AEW news, um, so far we're like in the tag team tournament. Yes, sir. Uh, they've they've boiled it down to uh, four teams. Mm-hmm. In that, uh, Private Party, Lucha Brothers, Private Party, Lucha Bros. Great match. Yep. I mean, great match. Much, much more to come. Go to go to AEW.com. You said great match was that match tonight? That was tonight. Wait, so you that's going that- on now? That that happened tonight. Oh man, I'm missing it. Oh, is it okay to give us? Do you want to know who won? No, I don't. Okay, okay. so don't, don't even worry me. about it. But just know that it. Well, was, I know who won it because was I know who's going to be in the champ. In the it's going to be it's going to be Lucha Bros and SCU. It better. I so my pick, that's what you know. That's what everybody want to see. My pick. I want to see the Lucha Brothers take it. Yeah. Best tag team in the world. But best tag team in the world. Shockingly, in a shocking twist of events. But private parties dope. Private parties dope. They are. So it's, it's not the best in the world. You know what's dope? <laughs> when we when we uh when I got to go to uh Fighter Fest uh and and watch, you know, fight yeah, Fighter Fest in, in, in Florida, I got to see Private Party watch the Lucha Brothers mm-hmm. and Juan and Isaiah were just talking to each other like Man, I can't fucking wait to to fight those guys. And I was like, yo, I was just thinking about that in the back of my mind. Like, if they go to the finals and they go to war, that's gonna be lit. That's in, that internally, that's long term booking for me. That's Weren't, dope. <laughs> didn't the Young Bucks <coughs> used to call themselves the best tag team in the world? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm, and rightfully so. I'm, they definitely uh-oh. deserve my, that. They definitely deserve that. There you go. There we go. I know they've um, already went to war. But who's the better tag team? You know what? Okay, Shit. this this is probably not based off booking. This is probably going to come from much. a weird place. Go ahead. I've seen the Young Bucks so much. Right. I've seen a lot of their matches. Yeah. They're growing a little bit. Like I'm kind of growing away from them. Okay. I still love what they do. Don't get me wrong. But I want to see something new. I agree. I think me personally, I just want to see something new. Which is which is why I was saying when we were, I, I don't know if we were watching um, AW Dark. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were watching over my house. I was talking about how the Young Bucks have done good because they they haven't came into AEW on a winning streak. They're coming in. Yeah, AEW, you know what I'm saying. Just like Kenny and um and Cody, Cody. but they're um they're losing to put the new talent over. 
Yeah. Doing and, right. And, and they are the owners of the company, so I would expect yeah. them to do that instead of coming in and saying, oh, we own shit and we're just going to win all the time, you know? That was my biggest fear. Is I, My biggest fear was Cody's going to book himself to be the fucking champ. The Bucks are going to book themselves to be the tag, tag champs. champs. <laughs> this is just going to be a big old uh, dick expedition. Literally, literally elite. all elite wrestling. Mm-hmm. Big old cocks <laughs> All elite champions. For yeah. the elite. That's all I thought was going to happen. <laughs> all elite champions, straight you up. Know, so just a circle I'm, jerk with the elite. <laughs> just all of them. <laughs> and only know? on that episode did I find out what it was. So I was like, what the fuck is when this? I, when I saw that, you can kind of see the tide of AEW changing. Right. Very refreshing. Okay. The thing is, however, to speak on booking, okay, I've read and I've heard and listened to that people are saying AEW is becoming reminiscent of WCW. Yes. We had that discussion. That? Yeah, we had we, that discussion. We, we talked talk- about that like on two episodes yeah? here. But you can speak on it. Do you feel that way or not? Uh, I see a lot of it in it. It's hard for me to say because... I only watched a little bit of a uh, of WCW, and the WCW that I did watch, it was all NWO shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was all NWO at the time and booking themselves. So I couldn't make that comparison just because I haven't seen pre NWO WCW. Well, I think we were talking about how the the um, the inner circle is similar to NWO, mm-hmm. and I mean if. With that also being the case, I'm sure Jericho is booking himself. <laughs> I'm, oh, okay. I'm sure and Jericho has a lot to do with um, his angles with, right now. Right, with what's going I, on in that writer's room. I run. have this theory <laughs> that Jericho is going to have that title until the end of his cruise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's my theory. They bring the belt with him on the Jericho cruise? Yeah, and he's going to have it up. there. And he's going to lose it again. And he's gonna maybe lose it sometime down the road. Is he still? Wait, is he still doing? Is he doing a cruise again? Yeah, he's doing a cruise again. And my Are, theory is, is the cruise gonna um gonna join forces with I AEW so. and do an AEW show on the cruise. Absolutely, do it because otherwise he shouldn't have do, the title. Do a do an AEW dark without a without a without a shadow of a doubt. Do an AEW dark on the cruise. Well, because no, there no, were no. everybody. They don't even need to do there that. There was AEW members they did, they did on the, the cruise. Last time, yeah. right? Before on the AEW inaugural was a thing. cruise, they did that, uh-huh. but it was like more ROH, okay. and they streamed that. They had you can watch live. Yeah, of course. The I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you like, know? I'm just saying, like the AEW dark shit that they do with Dynamite, the way they show the dark matches from the week before. It would be dope to see an episode of AEW dark on YouTube, but live on the sea. On the boy, that'd be fucking lit. Well, dude. you know what they did last time? They they made you pay for that, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna make. They like, would they would have to make, make that it, like, a thing. Yeah. Well, I would like for AEW to be involved enough that AEW people can be on the cruise. That would they be will fun. and wrestle, but also for Jericho to be able to pick people outside of AEW to be on the cruise. And you know that was kind of a wrestle. beautiful thing about the inaugural cruise. You had people from ROH Everybody. and Impact. Yeah. yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. From and whatever that indie was, that people are allowed to, dog, you know, they didn't yeah. invite Chris it, Bay. It doesn't count because it's in international waters. It man. don't count, mm-hmm. and there's no rules. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that should be dope. And you know dream what? Matches, dream matches. I don't even. I can't even remember a ref <laughs> in the ring because. The matches were so fire. We just fight till we get tired, baby. You know right. So we done. We had a crowd count. Fuck it. Yeah. And um, every man, every match is a last man standing match. <laughs> but but that's my theory. I feel like you know 
putting on my, my stylish fedora. Okay. He's going to keep that title till the Jericho Cruz lose it and then maybe go tour with Fozzy. Say. It might be lit. It might be Somebody ex- should throw the title off the. No! <laughs> It'll be a fake title. It'll be a fake one. That'd be funny. That'd That's be funny. fucking hilarious. Just buddy. like how he lost the title initially. Come on. <laughs> That'd be all bad, man. But, but hey. Honestly, like I said, I, I still feel like I can't make that WCW comparison just because, again. And see. That's what I, I was, was telling. I was watching a lot of WCW. They got Tony Schiavone. We was talking about that. Who's yeah. the voice of WCW. Yeah, WCW. So if him talking about his voice and talking about being on TNT when WCW was on TNT, it just has that. But the thing is, with any wrestling promotion, right? brand new, you have to have bad guys versus the good guys. You really do. You know? So the inner circle was created to combat the fact that they may think like, oh, the elite are just booking themselves. They're 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 running the show, but no, and the inner circle runs the show. And you know what, Neo? I think the, people who watch a lot of WCW see see it in it. But what were you saying? His, so, Neo, to to piggyback off of what you were saying, yeah, is this not? Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the very first time that Chris Jericho has been the leader of a faction. Uh, I can, I think, I think you're right. Cause I I think he's only been parts of fashion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's, and that's what I really enjoy about the, and I, I thought Jericho, I always thought Jericho would be a dope asshole leader of a faction. It's, it's like the way I feel about Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era. You have that one asshole up front that is a mouthpiece that has some really great moves. And then you got his muscle. That's, that's Jake Hager, Jack Swagger, whatever you want to call him. Hager. You, got his, well, you, you gotta got, call him what he, what his name is. Jake now. Hager. No you right. You right. You right. Jake Hager. Hager. Shout out to Jake Hager. Um, he got his, he got Sounds his running, he got his running guns. <laughs> he got his running guns, Santana and Ortiz. You know what I'm saying? And then he got his, his young boy. Sammy Guevara. It's like it's a perfect faction. It, it really sense. is the inner circle. He's got he, uh, Hager's the heater. Like Hager's the heater. Yes, sir. Sammy's your junior. Uh, you got a tag. You got a tag team, and you're the fucking main event. Because you know, because the only thing that's gonna happen is when when Jake Hager starts getting solo matches, Hager. they're gonna put him over like crazy. Like he gonna be flipping the shit out of people. He almost looked bigger now. He was already big in WWE, but he almost looked bigger now than what was, he was in WWE. He I does was blown look, away. He how... does look bigger, so he doesn't need to be fighting any matches. They yeah. need to just do him like um. They need to book him like a monster. Well, no, I was gonna say he needs to just not wrestle and just be like like the Mongo McMichaels. No, hell no. Not Mongo from the Bears, where he's just no. being big and just doing run-ins. But other than that, he's just like outside muscle. <laughs> He's just Jericho's security, so he doesn't you know, care about matches. Is, he only cares about making sure Jericho <laughs> keeps the title. I just find it oh, funny because I feel like every faction should try to be in in some way, shape, or form. They should be in sync somehow. Absolutely. So either they all wear the with shirts, the light. <laughs> something. Give me something. Yeah, I mean, I'm with that like how, because DX. They don't. They don't. They have, all they wear the green. They don't have. They wear the green. They don't have a look that shows that they're a group. Because honestly, that's true. When I when I look at the faction, hey, you're running out in dress slacks. Yeah, you're looking like you came from the golf club, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But outside of like the, trying to look trying to look tough in a polo, Tito and Ortiz still dressing in their, <laughs> in their I Mexican get that. colors. Santana get that. and Ortiz. My man said Tito and Ortiz. Oh. So who? That's it, one person. Was it Ortiz? <laughs> was it? Was it Ortiz doing all the tongue action? Right? Uh, yeah, Ooh, one of them. Santana. <laughs> 
Santana's. I'm back. He was wearing the. Who, who's the one with the braids? That was that's Ortiz, right? That's Ortiz. Yeah, yeah. So he was doing all the tongue action. I could not concentrate on that Jericho promo because he was with just, all that with all that extra going on. He doing he was definitely tongue. doing that for the ladies. So I'm yeah, like, man, hey. we missed playing that song when they first came over to AEW. Mm. We should have played that song. <laughs> man, that's crazy. <laughs> but I, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see what happens. Again, the tag team uh, tournament is fire. Uh, can I ask y'all, have you have you seen the Riho? Have you seen Riho, the new uh, Oh, the AEW Women's Champion? Champion. Yeah, Little Mama. Some people are Joshi, right? So, Joshi. Joshi, I'm Some sorry. people are saying Little Mama is not a credible champion because of her quote-unquote size. Here's my what here's thoughts? my thing. Ooh, it's not her size. It's not that <laughs> it's not that she's not necessarily a credible champion because of her size. I just feel that whatever gimmick that she's supposed to have is she's not heart. It's fire. Right, but it, that heart and that fire is not showing enough for a show. It's like uh what's what's the girl that Kari's saying? She's just as little as Rio is, but her gimmick is really strong. People love the pirate shit. People so would you feel that. better if Riho hit harder, more tenacity, maybe more fire? I would feel I would feel better if she accentuated on the showmanship of that fire. She's a great wrestler. I love her matches. I even ended up watching some of her older stuff on YouTube. But she's a great wrestler. Got it. But mm. I, I need some show. It's like what yeah. would it's like great DDP, great wrestler, cool, great so, finish. So right but now, then what would he be without but, that? But right now, like, you you're not. You I'm, not, I'm not convinced. With, I'm not convinced with her as, as champion. Right. I would have much rather Nyla Rose just because she has a little bit stronger of a public presence and maybe because of you know what she represents and that sort of thing. But I feel like public presence for her being the AEW Women's Champion would be a little stronger than what it is. Well, I mean, now. didn't she win it with a roll up? So come on, the world. man! That that move, it's the best OP move the like a muff. It's like plus ten on that roll up. Exactly. The thing is, I want, I like Riho as a champion because she represents purity. She represents heart. She Absolutely. represents fire. She represents like um, almost like the the just the, the she has the soul of a warrior. Right. I just want more warrior. Right. In the actual physicality. No. Right. No love. For, uh, no love. No love for Britt Baker. Oh, she's Do- phenomenal. See, Dr. Britt Baker, see, I see that. That's who I always thought was going to be the Champ. first AEW women's champ. Because her, her gimmick yeah, that's is what strong. You thought. Yeah, I know. Facts. <laughs> her gimmick is strong. Like, they love the doc. She has a certain presence. She when has like a, a dentist gimmick gone over? Only in AEW, but it's worked. <laughs> nope. Um. Oh, Isaac Yankum? The artist for, the artist also known as Kane? That was the that was the Doctor Isaac Gankum DDS. Yeah, that's not what I'm thinking. Of. <laughs> okay, it's not what you're thinking of, but it was. I'm thinking of the movie where the the um the Venus flytrap, the big little plant. shop of horrors, little shop of horrors. Oh wow, <laughs> that the that type of dentist went I over. I am a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. That Dennis went over. He was hitting that shit. He was hitting that shit. <laughs> Shout out to Tim Curry. 
Right? Who was who was in that little shop of horrors? I forget. But that I was Tim, that was Tim Curry. I don't know who the dentist was, but that nigga was he was sniffing his own. Um, I thought it was like Steve Martin. He was sniffing his own laughing gas. It was. It was Steve Martin? Yes, okay. it was. <laughs> Speaking of hitting that shit, let's send a big let's send some big positivity. Did you say some dick positivity? No, you said that. <laughs> Are you talking about Bobby Lashley? Now, Yo, so we are talking about dick positivity. Before we get into dick, before we get into G1's dick positivity, with all this cock talk, <laughs> I wanted to say, hold on, if you're gonna switch, if you're gonna switch from AEW, are you yeah. switching from AEW? Yeah, yeah. Then I just want to give a shout out real quick. If you guys watched um, AEW Dark, oh my god, Taz. I know what you're saying. So I haven't seen it, but yes. yes. Yeah, they brought Taz back for commentary. For right? commentary, that's delicious. And so. and real quick, that week prior, the match that we ended up watching earlier was the what was that Omega and and, uh, Joey, Janela. and Joey Janela that, that match non- was fucking crazy. That was the greatest was free YouTube match, match that I've ever watched was a in my match. life. Dog, that so shit was B trigger. So what are they gonna do on Janela <laughs> Omega Two that was supposed to be tonight? <laughs> Yo, they can't they can't beat that. That shit was amazing. When he threw him out on the table and the table was upside down, so he was getting all the rods and shit, that shit is all bad. That was a phenomenal match. But, yeah, I just wanted to shout out seeing Taz come back. Uh, So, now, go ahead. Beat me if you can. Survive. Speaking of hard hitting. Become a suplex machine. I actually want to give, I want all the Matt Maniacs to summon their, their inner La Parka. Yes, sir. And send yes, sir. a special dance to La Parka. Yes, sir. La yes, Parka sir. currently. Um, I love La Parka. I got a La Parka song, which I knew, knew, wouldn't knew you was talking about. Yes, if you could have queued it up. Maybe you can queue that up. I can. But as I, as I mentioned, everyone do a special La Parka dance and send some energy and love and positivity to La Parka. Uh, recently at a AAA show, he went to a dive, which I think he was supposed What's to dive at to Roosh. Uh, uh, something happened. There was maybe a miscommunication. He actually uh, wasn't caught and took the full force to the floor. He sustained a neck and clavicle fracture. And actually, it says here um, the the neck and clav uh, uh, sorry neck and cervical fracture to release pressure and repair the fractured vertebrae. So mm-hmm. he he dove head first. Broke his face, so to speak, and he's going under surgery right now. So, uh, please give, send all your love and positivity to the Parka. Um, prayers up if you can, but we definitely wish La Parka a speedy recovery. And I'll say it for you, G1. Tripla! Hey! He, my man's caught some flack last episode. Wow, so I knew I was saying face. it right. I knew yeah. I was saying it right. Yeah. But yeah, man, much love to La Parka. He's a legend. Y'all know him from WCW. Y'all know him from Triplea. Y'all know him from all around the world. Yeah, doing his you damn can thing. Actually, uh, you can see that if I mean, if you got the stomach for it, you can check out the clip on YouTube. It's bad. Uh, Ooh, he it's d- bad. he went for a suicide dive, um, and again, that's why I'm so afraid. Like when Biggie does that shit. Oh yeah, because he's like heavy he as shit. Fear, yeah, and he just landed like the thud. Was oh. it was gut wrenching? The thud was gut wrenching. Oh, and, it was uh, all bad. Yeah, so let's just send out some love to La Parka. Yeah, man, definitely, man. We love you, La Parka, man. Get well. And on some more tripla noticias, some more news. Yep, we have a new tripla mega campeon. Oh yeah, so and tell me how Kenny, Kenny Omega, Omega <laughs> a Canadian, yes sir, is now the best best Mexican wrestler in the world. <laughs> Hey man, the best Mexican. I mean, 
<laughs> I was about to say the best Mexicans come from wrestling, but the best wrestlers come from Mexico, man. I was I that's was actually they, ecstatic. That's why they all got to take their pilgrimage through there. I'm sure I, you spent some time. Jer- I, um, Jericho wrestled over there. Yeah. I only saw clips of the of the match. It's still in my queue. I can't wait to watch it. The the um, it's always interesting to see that six sided ring. You know. Yeah, and man. They use that one. I love the six sided ring. I wish Impact never stopped doing it. That's what made them unique. I think they bring it out for some special occasions. Nah, but they I mean, it was a. Uh, absolute shred you know bar burner of a match it was it was definitely worthy of of, of, a, of a watch of course and maybe it could be even a match of the year man think about it ray phoenix versus kenny omega for the triple a mega championship mm-hmm. i wonder if um I wonder if uh, Kenny Omega is able to showcase in AEW. Do you think he'll be able to? I think he'll be able to bring yeah. it with him because they bring AEW belts over there. They got the working relationship. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be good to see that. You know, our friend of the show, Chris Bay, he fought um, Ray Phoenix. Yeah, he did, man. Much love to Chris Bay, man. Bay is Bay, flat out. Really he doing his thing. Yeah, that's um, my boy. We still getting together to make some music. That guy's getting Very his hands song. dirty out there. Yeah, man. So uh, one more segue. So segue. Recent triple A right, alum, Kane Velasquez. Absolute fire in triple A. Oh yeah, he did his thing. But apparently, absolute garbage in SmackDown. <laughs> Okay, I heard, so I heard that he's got knee injuries or something. We saw but. that in the chat. Juicy said yeah. it, that there could be a bum knee issue, therefore he may not be going 100%. I'm with Juicy on that one. I'm still giving him the benefit of the doubt. I want him to be at 100% because what I saw at AAA is not what I saw in SmackDown. Yeah, uh, and man. I haven't seen him on AAA, but I don't really care for him on SmackDown. So. You don't care for him on SmackDown? No. Do you think... Where men were blending too many of the worlds into the the world of professional wrestling with like the Tyson Fury guy and and then now Kane Velasquez. No, because WWE is known to do that, especially for spectacles. And all these guys are fighting in Saudi or yeah. at um, Crown Jewels. So, I mean, it's like like we were just talking about the Jericho Cruise. Like it's it's like international. International. But it doesn't doesn't really matter. Like have this boxer versus this wrestler. Have these two UFC guys go take. at it. Kumate, doesn't really matter. Is what they're gonna do. That was after. the original name of Mortal Kombat, by the way. But go ahead. Is what they're gonna do after that. And um, Tyson Fury, he hasn't signed a WWE, so this is a one-off for him, right? So, it has to be. So. And for for all that Saudi money, come on, right? They they're gonna throw the bag at these guys. Come and on. then you know, obviously um, they already threw the bag at Kane. Kane, he's, there. he's, he's gonna signed. be there for for a little while. Deal. So did you see they threw a parade? In Saudi Arabia for the WWE? No. Damn. I saw it on Twitter. There was like a full-blown parade Uh in the Middle East. But I also don't think. For the WWE. I'm like. I don't think Kane is going to win. No? No. Especially if you you signed a a multi-year contract, he's got time. He's beat Brock in the in the octagon. So since that's what they're using for Mm storyline, they're not going to send Brock in in there to get beat by... um, Kane. By a UFC guy. Come on now. Brock's a WWE guy. They're going to put their guy. WWE. WWE. They're going <laughs> to put that WWE over. And I so, believe that Brock is going to beat the shit 
out of them. Okay, so <laughs> do you feel it's going to turn into an MMA thing? Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean, them two in the ring, yeah, I believe it's going to it's gonna look reminiscent to some UFC stuff. Because, I mean, even from okay. what I've seen of Kane, like his takedowns and stuff, it looks it's UFC. So let's break down that, frac- th- that sentence. But do you think that it's going to get bloody? No. But before we get into that, though, breaking down that sentence, it's going to have a lot of MMA, I guess, callbacks? Or you think it's going to be a full-blown MMA fight? No, I think it's going to have some... Is, is gonna have some UFC moves like, like take MMA downs. elements. Yeah, like the takedowns, like the mountain punches, stuff like that, like moves that they would use in the UFC okay. since okay, they're both okay. prior previous UFC fighters. Both um, champions too. Yeah. But I was saying, do you think that it's gonna get hard style in there? No, I like Brock Bust um, Randy Orton open. Anything's gonna Do you think Saudi Arabia has You shouldn't have been any... talking about hard style and motherfuckers. Do you think Saudi over? Arabia has any restrictions? And we haven't on even that? got to we haven't even got haven't even got to Bobby Lashley yet. <laughs> All this innuendo, and we haven't even got there Hell yet. Yes. Um, do they have a thing with blood? Is that what you were saying? Do you think they have any sort of restrictions in Saudi Arabia? Did, did people bleed in the previous I match? Remember. I don't I remember. G like one. Anybody get bust open in Crown Jewel? You watch all that. Right? <laughs> Saudi. Uh, I watched. I can't remember whether or not. It's been a while since I seen that last Crown Jewel pay per view. I just know that there's some sort of straight set that they Yeah, that no women. That's, no yeah. menstruating. No women. But I'm sure that um, guys can get bust open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can smell the menstruation. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't mean, think you would book two guys like that that are former UFC guys, and I think that somebody's going to get. Do you, do you think? Um, do you think Kane's going to bring that lucha style back? <clears throat> I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I hope it's more of a wrestling match because Kane Velasquez. You were absolutely right. I seen his debut match in Triple It was fucking amazing. It was good. So it would be so dope to see Brock Lesnar wrestling again instead of just doing fucking German suplexes. It'd be great seeing him wrestle again. And it'd be great seeing Kane put some of that young Lucha Libre on him, boy. So it'd be hard. Speaking of Lucha Libre. I just don't want to see him hurt anybody. Yeah. Or himself. And speaking of Lucha Libre, Lucha Libre, tell me how. Libre. Libre. Tell me how Humberto Carrillo is not our universal champion. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Tell you how he's not. I'll tell you exactly how he's not. Because he's so much better wrestler than Seth Rollins. Okay. This is this is why he's not. You were gonna give him the title before you gave it to Bray Wyatt. Fuck yeah! Listen, the re- see Bray Wyatt don't need no title. He doesn't need bro. a title. And um, you're gonna give this this kid, bro? Yeah. For, first of all, Does, has Bray Wyatt Power ever Ranger? said a Humber- Humberto Carrillo is part time because he spends half of his time saving Angel Grove from monsters? Right. He got to the Power Ranger reference before me, but yeah. I know where you were going. <laughs> like, I think he's a part-time champion, you know? <laughs> that outfit that he was hat, that he had on looked like he should have been fighting on putties. Re- wrestling on 205 Live. God damn it. Wrestling on 205 uh, Like Rangers. I said in the chat, it was a good throwback. However, good throwback to what? The first season mask, of Power Rangers? There's no mask in that, in that outfit. It does throw it off. Because yes. he's a handsome dude. You can wear a mask. Without wearing the whole outfit, but you can't wear the whole outfit and no mask. mask. Then you just look like back to action. So, but um, I think Lindsay Dorado did the full blown uh, 
Oh yeah, Lince uh, Dorado had the uh, what uh, was it? That's uh, who he looked like. He should have been wrestling. That's the guy who named my right. From uh from Mega Force, so their Silver Ranger and the Super uh-huh. Mega Force had all the powers of all of the six Rangers, and so that was when he went into that special gold mode. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. match between those two. Yeah. <laughs> they had to be on the same I'm team. Saying, in my opinion. One of, Beto, one of them can be Umberto a great Umberto wrestles circles around. He's Seth an amazing Rollins. wrestler. That's just flat out. I'm glad he's in the game. But, I, I have mean, 2K20. Come on. Dude, come on. He's a go-to in WWE 2K20. I've won two matches with him already. Speaking of 2K20. Did you put a mask on him? Let's talk about how no. shitty that game is. Uh, and all these spicy-ass gifts coming out of this broken-ass game. Check me out. The only people that's getting them glitches is PlayStation players. I've been playing the game perfectly Man. fine for the last 20 24 hours, and the only glitch that I noticed was when Adam Cole does the last shot, the knee pad that he takes down, he do, he doesn't use that knee. He uses the other one. That's what the a, only glitch I this noticed. This game is glitchy. Game. <laughs> huh? These it's, games are glitchy as shit when they the, first come out. Yeah. The only entertainment that I've gotten from 2K20 is these glitch gifts. It's been some funny ones. It's been some real funny ones. The one with the referee over Charlotte's face. Okay, yeah. <laughs> You can catch that on the Matt Mania. Follow us at Matt Mania Twitter. Yo, and, and then she got, up and, and she got up and lifted the title up like she won, and he was still down there <laughs> orgasming. Shine that flare! I think my favorite one thus She's far. She's like, yeah, I did that shit. <laughs> and I think, um, uh, what was the one? There was this one where uh, I, there was these two lady uh, women wrestlers in the ring, uh-huh. and one was just spinning around. Oh furiously. God! What the fuck? Because Daniel Bryan was trying to kip up, and then motherfuckers just kept going around. <laughs> so he's kipping up. This motherfucker's just running around. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Someone said, someone said on Twitter, yo, I mocap that <laughs> that sequence. <laughs> I forget who said it, but I lost my I, lo- I lost it when I, I, I saw that you Twitter. Almost get fired that day. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say uh, again. Stop trying to get Neo fired at work. I'll say again. I, me personally, the only entertainment I've seen is these these glitch plays. So keep sending them. Send them to me. Send them to hey. the Neo X on Twitter. But listen, send them to Matt Mania Podcast. But my, all my guys playing Neo just Xbox, has to watch them while he's on lunch. Right. All Thank my you. all my guys playing Xbox though. Post your post your screen videos, and I guarantee you they won't be as fucked up as the PS4 guy. <laughs> Because I composed two of them now that my, were perfectly fine. My favorite, my favorite clip of last week's episode was when T called called G one the bail bondsman. So now, <laughs> now this who's the bail bondsman the bail for fucking <laughs> WWE two K twenty? Wait, was it was oh, yeah, it Teak or was it Rock that yeah. called me the bail bondsman? No, it was Teak. It was you. Okay, because you got that bail. You got that bail. <laughs> you got that bail money. He throws that shit out like nothing. Y'all funny as hell. Uh, but I mean, that's wrestling. This week, uh, I still haven't seen AEW. That's that's on my to to watch list, and also AEW Dark. Shit, I haven't even done any of this fucking write up. (laughs) (laughs) Damn rock! If y'all can take it for a minute, I appreciate that. Neo did say he would have that write up for you, so that's on him. That's what I'm saying. Um, Sure, we can talk about. um, I mean, we haven't. It's crazy because you know we're still on this Wednesday schedule right now. So um, yeah, so we we got to figure it out. We'll we got we got AEW and um, Money NXT Night Raw. going on while we're here, mm-hmm. but we did see, and therefore there's been a lack of of us discussing it really in depth. It. Yeah, um, Bruh, what did we just see though? On the, starting on the fourth, guys, um, 
and I and we'll have to discuss this with everybody, whatever. Okay. But um, for that whole month, I'm not going to be able to come um, record on Wednesday. So I don't know if we're going to want to switch the day. Okay. To we, um to a we, weekend that day if we, we can. Don't, we gonna work it out. Let's because, do it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be working three to. Eleven thirty. Hey, so. Saturday and su- Saturday or Sunday night is good for me. Yeah, I'll have both of those days free. I got I got early. I can even do early Sunday because I'm off on Sundays. But um, yes, I still work a regular nine to five, and I make the hottest fucking beats ever. Yes, yes I am discussing my work schedule. <laughs> um, we had some news, some NXT news bruh, while we were here, bruh. So um, what happened, bro? I mean, it only showed a little bit of what happened because we didn't watch it. We only watched the GIF or a little clip of it on on Twitter. But somebody tagged us in it that Finn Balor was facing against Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era with um, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny um, Gargano Gargano on his side. Mm -hmm. And then Finn Balor turned and he did a Pele kick to Johnny Gargano's face and started joining the Undisputed Era and beating up Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. So, yeah. so then my question is, and I, I guess this will be answered if I watch it. Okay, right. Ciampa and Gargano are now BFFs. I mean, aren't they back and forth like that? Yeah, they have that relationship. Under right? DIY. Um, well, Tommaso Ciampa just came back recently, right? Yes, was he, did. he injured or something? Yeah, he was out. Okay, with so yeah. you know, maybe I they might be flipping the storyline since he's just came back or something. I don't know to go against mm-hmm. the undisputed era because they got all the belts. Um, but they, like I said, he didn't, he didn't like take off a shirt and have on undisputed era colors. He left the ring and went up the ramp. So he didn't stay in the ring and celebrate with those guys. But while he walked up the ramp, he did give, um, Johnny Gargano the old, um, the, the gunshot fingers. No, yeah. While he was, while he was leaving out. So, I mean, That's we got, we got old heel Finn. I don't think Finn's been heel since he's been in WWE. That's true. He but really has. If you know him from New Japan, then you know Finn. If I can make heel. an argument, do you think they're heel gonna Finn. right for heel Finn? Uh, do, do you think they're gonna flip this? And just to kind of play booking a little bit, do you think they're gonna flip this storyline to where maybe this was Finn Balor's plan all along? Yeah. Yo, and he's doing a Randy Orton. Before you, he's even trying said to get anything. close. He's trying to get close to um, get Adam close Cole, to and the then he's gonna, guy. then he's gonna turn on Adam Cole. For what the did title. What did Daniel Bryan do to the Wyatt family? Exactly that. Mm-hmm. It was great. Uh, somebody uh, who did it. DDP pretty much did it to NWO. <laughs> for it, it was like for a brief second. Like he, I said. he wore the shirt. And uh, and he, he wore the shirt. He came out there with all of them. And Scott Hall shook his hand. And then ended up the victim of a diamond cutter. He took that shit off. It's <laughs> an old WCW clip. Randy Orton didn't. And Bray Wyatt was stupid for believing <laughs> believing it when that shit was going on. <laughs> what, about, what about the Scott Hall and DDP situation? <laughs> Shit. I mean, you know, everybody can catch a diamond cutter. You, you would hope they would have known from shaking his hand like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that when he did that shit. Hey, your ass back here. Should have knew you wasn't getting DDP <laughs> to turn. Man, he's the original voice of the people. But yeah, so you you thinking that, Neo? I know you over there typing, but you thinking that um, we're going to see Finn Balor um, rock with the Undisputed Era for a minute and then turn on Adam Cole? That's what you want to see? I, I want to see the long yeah. game. I want to see the long game in this one. I want to see like an amalgamation of 
like little clips, segues, promos of them, like you know how you know together and and how uh, how much of a family they are, and then yeah, let's give let's get an Adam Cole babyface turn because he's already a baby, baby. Face, wrong, he's a baby but, face. But make undisputed era like that nasty nasty heel group because I and I guess this is just wait. Me. So are you so do you want to see Adam Cole get kicked out of the undisputed era because he's yeah. gonna go Ooh. face yeah, and then yeah, Finn, yeah, yeah, Finn yeah. leading the undisputed era? Yeah, that'd be hard. And that that's gonna make uh, Cole the breakout, you know, of that group. It makes sense to me. I just, I'm curious to see. They're the only group with gang signs. The, the curious, I'm curious to see, and this is, again, this is this is my fault. I just don't know who else, who are the other heel factions or heel groups. In, in NXT? NXT? I just don't know. And that's my fault. Yeah, probably yeah. just those guys. It's it's them and the Forgotten Sons, but they've literally been forgotten. Nobody cares. It, it's it's undisputed error. They they the truth. Much love to those guys. They know they're my favorites. Man, they may kick Finn down to NXT to do this, but the, wouldn't let Finn kick it let, with AJ. Wouldn't let in the him club. flourish. Wouldn't. Would, they should have just put Finn with AJ and, and um, Gallows and Anderson yeah. if they were going to put him with the Undisputed Era. Exactly. And it's crazy. But did you see what he did to Johnny Gargano when he faked him? He was like. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to do it once. It, it's, it's so necessary. But anyway, guys. Hey, man. Um, did we? And, and I think we had a little bit of something going on from Monday Night Raw. Uh, first of all, yeah, Kevin Owens' bum ass stunner, <laughs> and, and the Owens fact stunner. that Humberto Carrillo is not our Universal Champion. Hey, Humberto Carrillo. Shouts out to him holding his own against the Architect Yo, Seth AJ, Rollins, man, I'm, or the Beast Slayer. Hey, AJ Styles. I'm sorry you had to take that bum ass stunner. <laughs> That's word. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Steve Austin. That um, why does Kevin Owens stunner look Kevin, better on 2K20 than it does in real life? Because he's probably more so flexible on the video game <laughs> than he is in real life. I was like, dude, like you're either gonna have to like practice that shit or like lose some weight. And I got nothing against like big guys, but if he can't, if you know, if he's too portly to to do the move <laughs> properly, <laughs> portly fellow. <laughs> Damn, this is a poorly this. podcast. Poorly, what's a family? Yo, hey, check me out. The one thing that I was really happy about with Monday Night Raw is uh, one of my favorites is back, Drew McIntyre. He is back off the injured list, and he is a member of Team Flair going yes, into the Team Hogan versus Team Flair match coming up at Saudi Money or Crown Jewel, whatever you want to call it. Uh man, I think Flair got the team to beat. You got to worry about either catching an RKO. Oh yeah, I mean, he's a Claymore because he's got the heel team. He got, uh, but he got all the dudes though. Like it's not just an ordinary heel team. Like these is the dudes. And it's like, and it's funny oof. that they took. Um, I mean, I know why Rollins left because he's fighting Bray. Mm-hmm. But then you had to put um. Roman Reigns on the team, but also like you had Seth Rollins on the team and you had Rusev on that team where oh Rusev had God. beat Seth Rollins up the same day that they both were on the team. Right. <laughs> Speaking of Rusev and getting beat, <laughs> his old lady 
You had you had long style. You had to come over to the mic like that. LDS, 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 LDS. I can't, I can't get that meme. Lashley, Lashley. This is what the people wanted to talk about. So tell me how. Seventy minutes in, Lashley. So in the group chat. Which again, if you pay a hundred dollars, you can get and on this group, group chat. chat. You and I'll leave you with this nugget. This will maybe incentivize you to get on the group chat. Derek Montilla, Cap Caveman, the mayor of Rashida. Yes, sir. Said Bobby Lashley's dick got eyebrows. <laughs> Fucking weird, bro. <laughs> Wait, did he say he's got eyebrows or did he say he don't got no eyebrows? Because Bobby Lashley don't have eyebrows. <laughs> I think he was saying his dick ain't got eyebrows either. <laughs> his ain't got eyebrows? Yo, did I read that wrong? I don't know. Go find it. Derek Cole, man. Caveman is tweaking. Much love to our Steel Cage brothers. Caveman be tweaking like a mug, man. Yeah, he said he bet his dick also has no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what makes Lana moist. Yeah! Yo, so is anybody worried about Rusev losing his wife in real life? Nah. I let Edge and, um, yeah. and Jeff. And, and oh, Edge and Matt Hardy? Yeah, because <laughs> I'm saying, like, you spending this time doing these. I mean, look. That's how fucking Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie got together. That's you know, true, being around was, each other. He was with Jennifer Aniston, but they were shooting a movie, and then, you know, yeah. he got with her. So you putting her in these scenes with this big black Lashley, you know. <laughs> Long style. <laughs> Veiny. <laughs> you said it Muscular. Be- you said it before uh, that, um, I-, I forget the, the name of the wrestler, uh, Canadian wrestler. <laughs> Joey Ryan? Put, put out a tweet. Oh, that was... um. Lance Storm. Lance Storm. Uh, oh, yes, he sir. He put out a tweet about something about, like, last time I used, la- last person who used their wife in, like, a wrestling Yeah, it was, he angle. said he, he said he had got, um, he said he got, um, words of advice from Macho Man. Yeah. He oh, said, yeah, um, yeah. he said, I used, I used my wife and now I ain't got no wife. <laughs> so. Yeah, facts. Didn't that also happen with Mark Marrow? Marvelous Mark Marrow and Sable, right? And Sable? Uh, Didn't they have, like, some sort of spat? I don't know. That, again, that might be going off topic, but uh, but yeah, exactly. What I'm you're just saying. saying you got you got Bobby Lashley massaging her up. Long they, style. They laying in the bed together. He took her to her favorite restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it was her dream to go to this restaurant. Yes. <laughs> Lashley took her there with your money. Yo, with your <laughs> money. This long is, style. This man is long styling your girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> His dick ain't got no eyebrows. Either. No, that's not the name of the episode. <laughs> the episode is gonna be long style. Long style. <laughs> oh, you can't hear it. You know, guys. And I ain't come for this high popcorn. I claim to fuck God damn! He's saying it. Right. So Bobby Lashley basically came back like, I ain't getting no title shot, so I'm about to fuck your wife. 
Lashley style. <laughs> Lashley style. Oh, okay. That is the name of this episode. Uh, yeah, we can do that. That works. Uh, if, but other than that, that's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so, if y'all want to add anything to that. What is your dog? I mean, I think that's it. No, that is not it. Because... My brother Rock might not be here, but we got a snack of the week. My mania snack of the week. Oh, yeah. Snack of the week. What is that snack of the week, Neo? Because I gave you her name and you should have wrote it down. Amara La Negra. Yeah. Use your Googles for that. Sexy. Talk about her, G1. Man, let me tell you something, man. Uh, Loving hip hop and... uh, she is a Latina, an Afro-Latina singer and dancer and songwriter. She is thicker than the bottom of the syrup bottle. And uh, she is about my color. She's chocolatey. And she's beautiful. And she's natural. And she got a fro. She looks like... Beautiful black Afro-Latina, boy. thick like cornbread batter. Check this I'm out. I'm talking about love. Amara La Negra got her start as a child performer, and her personality was on Univision, Sábado Gigante. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Is that uh that's that's a soap opera, right? No, it's like a game show. Oh, okay, okay. Because I know some of the soap operas, some of the soap operas be lit when subtitles is on. Shit, some of them, <laughs> some of them um game shows. Ooh, them be, game shows. It be a lot of show. booty I'm on like, them game yeah, shows. Yeah, be so very nudy. Boy, I used to watch it with my mama. What did you watch? Are you watching the Mexican channel again? But yeah, more recently. Is she trying to yeah, dress like the like, chick from Stephen's universe? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she do like about. old girl from Stephen's universe. You funny. I think that's what. Man, uh, with the part in the front right there. Yeah. yeah hey, looking, I, I, I forget which gem is that. That is though. my look. My wife know because my wife watch all the ratchet shows, so I see love and hip hop and all that on a regular yeah, that's basis my by Infinity default. Style right yeah, there. that's facts. That's, that's your excuse. And uh, listen, she you know, you she know that. So yo, rock. We going um, We didn't even tell you who he was um, picking, but we gonna send. Oh, her he's to gonna. You. Yeah, he's so gonna you, enjoy it. So you know, he's definitely gonna enjoy it. But nah, man, my wife know I, you know, I got like a little, a little thing for Amara Lenegra. She's, she's beyond beautiful. She's very, very dope. Well, G, G1 didn't pick her, so. Hey. He just, it was a great, it was, it was the great pick from Teak. Teak, you did, Joe. Oh, thing, no, I'm man. just saying, I ain't trying to get you in no trouble saying you in here picking your crushes for your snacks. Oh, no, 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 no. No, but this is, um. This it it is, wouldn't be the only celebrity crush I've ever had. This has been another Matt Mania snack of the week. Mania snack of the week. Get ready for that snack bracket oh, that Rock yeah. is putting snack together so that we can see who will be snack of the year. Snack bracket. We ready for the snack of the year. But that's it. I can't think of anything else unless y'all want to get into any other topics, even for the Patreon. Hey, real quick. Um, God I, damn it. Hey, I'm sorry. I have to do this because I never get a chance to do this publicly. So this week, and I'm going to be completely transparent about this, October 22nd, uh, marked the birthday of my stepfather, uh, Logan Watson III, who I unfortunately lost earlier this year. So uh, he would have been somewhere in his late 70s uh, this past Tuesday. Uh, Pops is one to let you know I love you. And, uh, man, I appreciate everything that you did for me. It was very weird 
had a very weird uh, Tuesday, man, with that with that situation. So I just wanted to say something, say a word about him publicly, man, and and, and thank you, thank him for his energy that he's been sending down here. His positive energy, his positive vibes. I feel all that, Logan. Thank you for leaving that here with with me and my mother on earth for sure, for sure, man. But uh, anyhow, man, we up out of here. Patreon episode uh, will be recorded. So our Patreon subscribers who pay that money faithfully, we greatly appreciate you. We could not be able to continue this and provide you with some of the content that we do without the sponsorship. So thank you so much. Uh, We love you for that. And also our listeners here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other of our favorite outlets for podcasts. We love y'all listeners, too. We appreciate y'all sharing our content, talking about us. Keep messing with us on Twitter, at Podcast. Keep messing with us on Instagram, at Pod. We are in charge of our own account, so we ain't too Hollywood to answer back the fans. You know that. We love y'all. Um, also, shout out to, again, DigiLabs, the illustrious DigiLabs Arena, as uh, Neo X was saying. Did I say that right? See. All right, cool. The illustrious DigiLabs Arena. Also, much love to Rogue Amoeba, uh, sponsors for Farago, uh, which is the soundboard that we use here on the show. Rogue Amoeba, crazy name, great software. Shout out to them. Visit RogueAmoeba.com for more details on Farago and other pieces of software. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the Patreon episode. And thank you for joining us for Matt Mania. Is this episode 153? It's uh, 154. 150, episode 154. My apologies. So thank you. Lashley style. <laughs> so thank you for joining us for Matt Mania Podcast, episode 154. Right. So if you want a long episode, if you want that long style <laughs> podcast, <laughs> that's going to give it to you. Lashley style while you at work. That's right. Listening to your headphones. <laughs> this is the podcast that you choose. Get you some of that. <laughs> And, uh, and sexual chocolate you find yourself and we're actually going to go ahead and take you out with a brand new original song from our lead booker mega ran uh who actually has a joint with links kinetic or produced by links kinetic and featuring an artist with by the name of kinetic where they are shouting out uh the very 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 dope will osprey so the name of the song is aerial assassin i'm sure ran will be releasing it sometime soon we're gonna take you out with that man maniacs Keep supporting us. Listen out for the Patreon episode. And as always, keep your shoulders off the mat. I shot that um that snack over the rocks and said yes. <laughs> yes. He approves. Facts, man. Hey man, we love y'all. We'll see we, you on the Patreon episode. Damn right. Hey Neo, you got the same Yo. person on your ah. shirt that's on your ah. laptop? Flying the flag for the UK. Huh. You say there's no two ways about it. Nah, he's in his own class. Before you realize, he would have flown past. Elevating every day and he ain't coming down. An aerial assassin that only comes around once in every lifetime because he ain't the norm. And jaws are flawed in awe when he breaks the storm. Cracking the sky like a thunderbolt. Opening clouds with his front flips and back flips. Above your heads with the somersaults. Another five stars added to his long list of classics. High flying casually, defying gravity as if there's still no way. It's no spray, you heard the name. His skills are absurd and insane. And on a higher level than the birds and the planes. Get him up high, get him up high. Get him up high, get him up high. Get him up high, get him up high. Get him up high, go get him up high. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.